everyone. Welcome to another weekly episode of Limitless Podcast, a place where we bring together global leaders in sales and marketing. My name is Sanjana and I'm the host of Limitless Podcast. Today's episode is a webinar replay from our Limitless webinar series. We hosted Maury Rogov to talk about the three steps in creating your own salesperson that never sleeps. This episode is a replay of our webinar with Maury. He'll be walking us through the easiest ways to grab prospects' attention, writing, writing the best stories for your brand, the impact of the right story in the right place at the right time, and last but not least, why your sales and marketing is failing and how to fix it. Are you excited to tune in? Well, I'm really excited. Let's hear it from Maury Rogo. So I'll quickly introduce uh, Maury Rogo uh, uh, with all of you. Maury actually founded RIP Media 20 years uh, ago, and he's been very successful in launching close to about 200 brands and three successful uh, startups. He's been, you know, in the video uh, marketing business for over 20 years now, long before, you know, uh, the importance of video was even realized by businesses. He has helped, uh, you know, iconic brands like Cisco, Amgen, Comcast, Ben and & Jerry's, and Harvard's, and hundreds of other startups you know, tell their story using visual, sto visual storytelling uh, methods. He's actually won a lot of awards uh, at Avaya, Cisco, Geotel, and AT&T. And he's also the author of two books, that is Rise of Entrepreneurs that he was just talking about, and 90 Seconds to Impress. So, uh, you know, after introducing Maury, I'll, you know, throw it open to him. Probably he can take it up and, you know, introduce our audience to this amazing journey of videos. So, Maury, over to you. Thank you very much. Appreciate you being here. You guys are doing a fantastic job with your technology and helping companies grow. So, I really do appreciate you having me here. Um, hey, everybody. So, I'd like to take today and, you know, honestly, I'd like to make today as interactive as possible. So, let me get this thing geared up and we should be ready to go. You should be looking at the, the green slide here. So, <clears throat> I got to start off with some something pretty real, which is basically... You're wasting money on marketing, right? You wouldn't be here if uh, you thought everything was perfect. But the real reason that that's happening is companies like this, that our customers, Harvard and Comcast, you know, Nikhil just mentioned all of them, you know, technology companies, uh, Aspirant, and even consumer companies like Remax and Ben and Jerry's, they figured something out a couple of years ago, and it's a major change. Um, it's a major change in the, t in, in the world of marketing. So what happened is they know that things are totally different now. So this presentation also is going to be totally different. And just a side note, I'm going to answer that big question. I'm going to help you guys out as much as I possibly can and give as much value in here as I can because we know that we're wasting money on marketing. And these guys figured it out. I feel like we figured it out. We lowered our costs dramatically in marketing by 70% and still have the same run rate. And I want to be able to help you guys do the same thing. So the, 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 you know, this is gonna be different because I'm gonna try to give as much value away as I possibly can. So the reason it's different is we're in a different area, era right now. You know, if you look back 2006, 2014, social media, you know, got its rise. We had, you know, Facebook and before that Friendster. And, you know, now of course we have the, you know, four major platforms, Instagram and Facebook, et cetera, et cetera. 
Then we moved into the native ads, you know, blogs were all the rage and SEO was how you win. Then it moved into YouTube and network speeds got fast enough that video really started taking off like a rocket, which was candidly really good for the prediction I had for, for my business. And now we're at personalized attention. People really need and want to be focused on one by one. So how do you do that? Well, I made a discovery here at my own company. And then after we tested the theory, I put it out to our customers and they found the exact same thing. And that is you can create a salesperson based in video that never sleeps. So, you know, this is, this is really something that you can implement with or without help. Obviously I'm going to give as much help as I can today, but companies really in, you make an investment in this one time and it'll work for you for years. So let's take a look. So first thing is, who's here? Who's on this call? And I'd love to see, you know, is this for you? So I, I do have some kind of metrics. Are, are you feeling like things are green pastures, green trees, blue skies, or there's a recession coming on the right side of the screen? You know, it's a desert. It's tough out there. Maybe, maybe you're not doing so well right now, but I'd, I'd like to know if you could just jump to the chat. Um, you know, are you, do you just put it, you run your business, you own your business, or you are in marketing or just your job function. If I could get a couple pieces there in the chat, that would be great. And I can kind of tailor the presentation towards you a little bit more. Owner, all right, sales, great. And I'll kind of keep an eye on that, sales. All right, so is this for you? This is for you, there we go. Great, great, great. Thank you for those. All right, so we got a little more sales function, sales. Okay, no STR, gotcha, all right, so uh, inbound sales, outbound sales, starting my business. Good. Well then great. All right. I'm going to keep this more towards the owner and more towards sales than kind of general marketing then. But anybody that's here, CMOs, et cetera, you're going to get a lot of value from this too. So this is for you. If you're those folks and you're able to get traffic to your website, then this is for you. And if you don't have the best or the most amazing salespeople, this presentation is for you. If you're unable to revive leads or leads that ran cold or still staying cold, this is for you. And I'd say if you love your product or your service, this is for you. And it's partially just, I feel you have to be passionate about what you're doing and where you are to really make a difference. You can't be not believe in something and, and sell it, right? That's my belief. Some people are able to do that. I really have to believe full force that what I'm doing makes a difference to the world. So let me give a couple examples of folks that have used the, you know, um, some results of some people that have used this video marketing technique and the results. And these are our customers. So this company came to us, very small company, one owner. He said, look, I've seen your work and I'd love to see if, if uh, we can work with you. And he's got a, a Kickstarter goal, which isn't exactly our typical market. But I said, I'm very confident we can help this person out. So we put a video together for him. And then we did, what we did is we mapped it to the customer journey. We did a, a few different versions. We created one marquee video for the, um, for the crowdfunding. And then we did smaller videos for him that did different pieces of the product. They exceeded their goal by 420%. So they crushed it and he raised enough money. He was able to launch the product and go much further than they ever had before. And we did multiple videos after that for them and they sold out of their product. Next company, a little bit larger. He had some funding. They needed to show one huge client that they could really pull off what they said they could do. And he wanted to do that when in video. So we created a 3D animation for him. You're seeing one scene 
right there at the video, they got a million dollar deal. And you can see that all over LinkedIn because I still keep in touch with the CEO of that company. Another company, slightly larger. This was about a 10-person company, no capital raised. They were having trouble raising capital. So they came to us. We put a series of videos together for them. They were able to go out, prove to the market what they did, and really get be understandable in the marketplace, raised $6.8 million. And then the big one, Vigilant. I met with this company when it was three people and we sat at a Mexican restaurant having tacos and burritos talking about their company and I put the plan together for them and they ended up going from almost no sales or literally from no sales to 100 million and they were purchased for over $400 million by Motorola very recently. So there's some huge success stories and we have many more as well. So what's the common thread? It's understanding this. Your brand is gonna live or die based on the story that you tell. And we know it's critical and you've gotta do it across the customer journey the right way. So you've gotta tell the best story that you can to your best audience at the best time in the journey. And I do have some, that's also, or that's also the agenda for today. So I'm also gonna be putting out some bonus materials. So if you stay until the end, we're gonna put out some links so you can download a, a guide, you can download my book and some things like that we talked about before. So let's jump into step one. So, so far, just any questions, any thoughts, throw it in the chat. I'll try to react to it as quick as I can. Um, you gotta talk about the best story. You gotta have the best story because a confused mind does not buy. A confused person doesn't purchase. And the quick example here is in California, it got very hot this summer and I had some electrical problems in the house. I needed some help. So I went up to a couple of different websites and I saw one that did this, talked about semiconductors and contractors and this and that and the other thing. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is great for them. They're proud of what they do. It's just like so many technology companies and software companies out there. They're talking about themselves. And I came across, well, this is actually a little bit fictionalized because I, I recreated this. But if I had come across this, we fix electrical issues in your home in four hours. This is who I would go with. Who would you go with? So I do want to put that question out to the chat. Do you want to see a website or be told a story that talks about this, the bits and bytes and feeds and, and, and speeds? Or just, look, they made me smile. They made me laugh a little bit. I don't want to be the guy that got completely scorched trying to fix this myself. They talked about what they can do for me. So I'm wondering, what, which one would you rather go with? And their story was simple and it was creative. And this is the same thing that we do and we suggest for our customers all the time. Keep the story simple, make it elegant, but be as creative as you possibly can. And does it work after reading over you know, so many books? Because as you heard at the beginning of the call, I wasn't from you know, the creative industry. I was in business development and, and you know, helping technology companies grow. So I read everything. When I got to Hollywood, I read everything I could. I took everybody to lunch, was talking about you know, meeting Al Pacino and Brad Pitt and Matt Damon and these guys. But really it was the directors, the producers, and watching viral videos take off, commercials that take off, Super Bowl commercials that take off, and, the, and uh, FIFA commercials and so forth, and the greatest films and scenes. Why does it work? Because in our bodies, we're programmed for story. We'll remember stories more than we will, we will bullet points. So. It's science, it's science. The only goal of a story is to get the audience thinking what happens next. 
The only thing that the only thing that matters is if you get your audience to say what's going to happen next year. And this scene in this movie, The Empire Strikes Back, if you take a look at it, that scene created a, the first real franchise in movie history. And the first movie was out there, and so was um, um, the Close Encounters of the Third Kind. They both made somewhere around three hundred million dollars. But one of them took off, and that's this, Star Wars, and it became a $50 billion franchise, $50 billion. And all the offshoots and all the different, um, you know, um, uh, basically, you know, multi-platform sales. So they have, you know, animation. They have the different movies. They have comic books. They have toys. They have action figures, et cetera, et cetera. And your product can be exactly the same if done well. One movie, $50 billion is where it went because they kept getting people to ask, what happens next? What happens next? So we remember great stories. And let me bring this back to the business world. And I'd like to ask you a question, and I'm serious about the chat. I'm seeing some people take part here. This is great. Please put in there, who came up with the very first MP3 player? It was about 20 years ago, maybe 25 years ago. Who uh, created the first MP3 player? Please put your answer in the chat. And I'll even get a little Jeopardy music playing here. <laughs> Great. So those are the typical answers. Sony, right? The, the, the Walkman, that kind of thing. Good for you. Yep, Sony. So that's the, it wasn't Zoom. It wasn't Sony. And let me say this. One company came along and told a story that we all remember so we all think it's Apple. We think Apple came up with this technology because Steve Jobs walked out on stage with his little iPod and said, you can put a thousand songs in your pocket. He made it so simple and so easy to understand. And it sounded amazing at that time. Now, a thousand songs today is nothing. We have the world of music at our, on our hip right now. But right then, a thousand songs in your pocket was simple, easy to believe in everybody else from Sony to you know, the rest of them. We're talking about how many megabytes they had, how much storage, et cetera. Jobs simplified it and made it easy for people to, uh, to understand. Now, the real answer is F10 Networks out of South Korea. F10 Networks now, gone. They were run out of business. So they, they ran out of business because Apple took off like a rocket. So I'm curious, out of the story structure, and again, I do have handouts for you. There's some downloads to help you create your own story and Quite honestly, when we talk through story, this is what we do here every single day as I go through these slides. We have whole presentations on story. Obviously, we rate great story. I'm wondering what spoke to you? Anything that you learned in the story portion of the, uh, the presentation here? Let's see here. So good for you, Bala. Um, good answer. As you, if you type in answers, I'm just going to go ahead and move forward here with the second step to success in creating the salesperson that doesn't sleep. You need your best audience, all right? So you need a great story, but you have to be speaking to the right audience. A great story to the wrong audience does not make a difference in any way. It can hurt you rather than help you. So, you know, the, the example I have up here is, are you going to take, uh, you know, Sunday afternoon football and put ads for milk and diapers? on during, you know, during football games? The answer is no, <laughs> right? In this country, people want to watch, uh, they want to learn a little bit more about alcohol and, 
you know, an erectile dysfunction apparently because that's what the market research says. Those are the folks watching the game, you know, middle-aged males, and that's what they care about. So that's why you're going to see all the commercials that you do, not milk and diapers. So it's, there's a big example, but your audience can be won over by you knowing the exact messages to speak to. So it's not just demographics, it's also the psychographics, what they do, what they like. Um, you know, how they react to different things. So you can actually go to those trade shows or just put ads out when people go to a Dreamforce trade show. Let's say you're a B2B company and you're marketing sales. Well, Dreamforce is the biggest sales conference there is. So you want to make sure you're getting people that attend that, talk about that, hashtag that, et cetera, for example. So know your audience. So question for the group here, who knows? Let's post your questions in the uh, questions tab. Oh, I see. Uh, so then some over there. So what I'm wondering is how many of you just yes or no, do you know your audience? Do you know your core, your best audience? Please give me an answer in, uh, in the Q&A or in the chat. Either one is fine. From there, if you know your audience, not enough. Yeah, Frederick, thank you for being honest about that. Pretty sure. So most people are, you know, feel decently or you're making an educated guess. And again, at the very, very beginning, you do need to make an educated guess about who your audience is and then see if you can get some resonance, see if you can get that story to take off and learn and adjust and then really hone in again. There's some, you know, go pivot, go pivot, you know, to find your best audience. Once you have them, there's even a book out there that talks about 1,000 people in the world, that's all you need. 1,000 people in the world to know about, love your product and your product can take off like a rocket. So when you're getting to those folks, there's three main rules, right? You've got to keep your message short and shareable. This little fishy right here has a longer attention span than everybody on this call. Isn't that insane? Because we have 70,000 pieces of information that are hitting us every day. Buzzers beeping, our phones going off, emails popping, text messages, et cetera. Advertising, you know what it is. It's all coming in and distracting us. So our attention span has dropped significantly where the fish has a couple of bubbles and maybe some food to look for. He can stay focused for longer than us. So you got to keep your message short and shareable. The stakes have to be high. I showed this tightrope walker um, from the movie The Walk. It was something that we worked on with, uh, um, you know, visited with, with Sony Studios. Basically, you know, this is high stakes. This guy is between two, the tallest buildings in the world, two twin towers actually, way back. And the stakes to your customers are extremely high because if they're not, they're not going to buy from you. People only buy to solve a real problem in their life, Right. So to you, your messaging has to be urgent. You have to do something else and that's disrupt their day and disrupt their thinking. So it's not easy. You got to know your audience and we'll go back. Got to keep the first messages at the beginning of the customer's journey short and shareable. Those stakes have to be high and you got to disrupt their day. Disrupted the day. The stakes are high. <laughs> I think they did a really great job with the callback as well. So here is the core. All right. So the core to all this and I wanted to spend the most time here is the best time. So if you're really good at getting a great story or you're not, and you can certainly download some materials or join other webinars or give us a call and we'll help out, but getting the best message, the best story out there, harnessing the best audience, but now you've got to talk to them at the exact right time. So the bottom line is you're a storyteller. 
right? And you've got to tell the right story at the right time along the customer journey. So let's talk about this. Now, most people look at the customer journey as a marketing funnel. So if you think about a funnel, you know, if you look at me for a second, they say all oh, the customers are in at the top. You want to put as many ads out there as you can, get them to fall in, sift, sift through, sift through, and then a customer pops out the bottom. And I've always felt that that's insulting to customers. If I ever saw a customer and they saw a marketing funnel, they wouldn't feel very special as I'm just trying to sift through, you know, the world to try to get to them. So the way I look at it is, we're actually a Sherpa, we're a guide. We're actually gonna guide our customer and help you guide your customers through the buying process. And think about it as if you walk into, a, something got you to walk into a store. And when you walk into that store, if you're immediately greeted by somebody that's very helpful, you know, very kind, and wants to help and sincere about it and authentic, and they show you, let's say it's a Best Buy, they show you the different departments, they take you from place to place, answer questions, but deliver more value to you than any place else, that'll be the place you buy from. You know, you came in there for some reason so that they know you're a buyer. If they ignore you or they don't pay attention or they don't give you value, you will move on like most people unless it's Really, unless it's what? I, you know, I don't know. Come up with something and throw me in the chat. But you're going to buy from the people that really treat you the best, which means you need to treat your customers better than any of your competitors out there because nobody in the world is unique. We all think that we, our products are unique. Excuse me. All, personally, we're all unique, but the products typically have a competitor of some kind or other. So let's walk this through real quickly here. So I'm going to let this play out, but I'll talk it through. So... You got to understand the customer journey. And if you're going to walk people through your buying cycle, you've got to map it out. So if we take a look at this video that's playing right here, look at the, the, uh, the couple at the bottom and the right of the screen. They're going about their lives and they hit stage one. And that is the attract stage, which means ads. So maybe they saw an ad on YouTube, a very short form ad like we talked about before. Maybe it's a Google ad, maybe something on Instagram. If you're B2B, maybe it's something that helps them through their day. Okay, you've got their interest. Well, you immediately need to guide them along. What's the next step in their journey? Not in what you want them to do, but what they want to do. Give them more information. This is where a marquee video, a high-end video, an investment really needs to play out so you can explain what you do and explain what your product does in the best way possible. Not having your salesperson do it because they're still doing all this online. Then you've got to nurture them along. So now maybe they're on your drip list, you're there on your email list, you've got to add more value. Maybe they want to see some testimonials from other customers. And now they're going to go and educate themselves. They're thinking, huh, this is a good thing. Who else is on the market? Maybe we can get it for cheaper. Maybe there's better service somewhere else. Now they're going to be looking around. You can see the guy with the telescope on the right saying, huh, who else is out there? What else can they do? I, these guys got me interested, but uh, they're not giving me enough service. Who else can I look at? You want to make sure you're giving enough value, whether it's online or offline, and you want to convert them into being a customer. So yay, they become your customer. Now you don't stop. Now you've got to immediately give them next steps, set expectations for what happens, show them some gratitude and, and thanks and expand the relationship. What other products do they need to make themselves more successful? Not do you need to sell, but what else do they need to be more successful? So that is the customer journey. That's the way we look at it, from attract, capture, nurture, educate, and convert, and then expand the relationship.
So I'm curious if that makes sense, if I can just get a thumbs up or a yes, I'd love to know what you think there. And then I'm gonna pause for a second, catch a breath, and I'm gonna show you some ways to do it. Any questions at this point? Yes, thumbs up, great, <laughs> good. All right, then, um, excellent, thank you. So, good, 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 thank you. All right, so let's move on to how you do this. So um, what we can do, we're gonna recap. We got a great story, we got the right audience, now we understand the timing, so I'd like to have your permission to move forward with how. So videos, obviously, deliver the best message to your audience 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I'm gonna back up for a second to this slide, this, uh, slide right here. Attract, capture, nurture, and educate. All of this happens, as you can see my mouse going across the screen, typically happens without a salesperson being involved at all. Everything down here, you know, this whole path on the way up, is all being done online. Even two and three years ago, you still had a heavy dose of sales team in here, customer service reps, but now this is being done online, helped with customer service reps, but mainly with automated marketing tools and then the educate and convert, that's now when the B2B or B2C salespeople get involved. So moving forward here, how do you get people's attention in the way that they want? And so I'm gonna give you some different video examples to help you there. So each of those spots need a real great marquee video. A marquee video means something is high-end that you really view as an investment, candidly that you view as an investment that can replace one person or five people telling that same story again and again. You've gotta put your best message out there. And some of the terms in this industry are whiteboard animation, you know, which was the thing that got us all the early awards, you know, uh, seven, 10 years ago. Uh, we were one of the initiators there. We also moved into, uh, you know, obviously we're doing commercials, commercial production with live actors. Um, you can see how this is migrated down to people doing recording on their own. Like I'm sitting here being recorded right now. Um, or Sanjana has recorded the opening to this. So there's also live production, character animation, which is animation, motion graphic and 3D. So we do a lot of these pieces for companies that really need to show they're able to play. They're able to stand up to big, big competitors. So if you're entering a market that has big players in it, big, expensive, and uh, I'll say expensive, but I'll say um, um, you know, high value, you know, they're, they're more expensive, but they invest in their marketing, you've got to look like that or better to stand out from the crowd. So you've got to get the best message, best audience, the best time. So let's start to put them in here. So we're going to go one by one through. First, we take a look at the attract videos. So there's some companies out there like the Video Bot. There's companies out there like, um, you know, obviously, you know, Hippo Video and, and Personicom and, and others that can help you personalize the message, you know, to get people attracted if you have an email list, right? Or if you have their names or if you're connected to them on LinkedIn or can do some outreach there. You can also do event videos. So if you're going to a trade show or you're speaking at an event, you need to have something that reinforces your message. Obviously, with social media marketing, you have both the ad side and your feed. You've got to be putting a lot of content out there because people don't check all the time. You've got to be able to hit them at the right time there. So display ads, contest surveys, you know, public relations, et cetera, all of those should lead to something that's going to tell your story better than anybody else in this stage in the capture. So what you're doing here is exchanging value. The customer comes to the site, takes a look at your elevator pitch or your value add pitch, something short and sweet. Don't go on forever. I'd say the top end should be 90 seconds. You're even better off at 45 to 60 seconds to get their attention, get their interest, 
and capture their email. That's the main point. Capture their email or capture their, uh, their like or connection on LinkedIn, whatever, however you're marketing. And then you can start to feed them more of these. Squeeze video, capture video, landing page videos. These are all just names for what this area does. You also want to make sure, if you can, that your video is interactive. So that instead of people searching around for, you know, on the web page to find how they get in touch with you, put, put an interactive link right in the video. So they're watching the video, they're interested, put in there, click here to learn more, and they don't have to go anywhere else. This interactivity is going to become bigger and bigger in the next few years. Then you need to nurture. So now it's time they've, they're interested, they've got information. You've got to be getting them information that builds trust. That's testimonials from other customers, not just information coming from you, but you've got to build up credibility. You've got to build up, you know, return on investment, um, how their life changes. That's the kind of thing that people really buy. Typically people will solve a problem, solve a pain, or buy something that they aspire to be the better version of themselves, more time, uh, more time with family, you know, more money that gets them an experience. So people buy experiences. The next phase, education videos. So now is when people are going to give you more of their time. They're really digging in. Now you can go into deeper dives. You could have a two, three, five minute video into your product itself. And so this is where I say you can enter in how. So these stages, if we go back a couple of slides, at the beginning here, why? You're answering the question, why? Why would I work with you? Why should I look at you? A little bit here, why I would work with you and what you'll do for me, okay? A little bit more about what you're gonna do for me and then over here in Educate, it's how are you gonna do this for me? How do I use your product? How easy is it? How fast can I get up and running? And then we move to convert. They sign up, they sign on, they become a customer. And again, we talked about the next, expand and contract. And if you're able to expand your customer base, that is the cheapest way to grow a business because it's 700% or seven times less expensive to expand a relationship than it is to find an entirely new person to buy from you. So it's hugely important and a lot of people let this drop off. So I'm jumping into terms as Nikhil asked. So I'm gonna show you some samples, just a couple of quick uh, videos from each of those different stages. This is a capture video and I'll show you a few seconds. You know there is a business compliance problem, but due to the complexity of businesses and the data silos that exist across jurisdictions, you're unsure of the magnitude. LexisNexis takes you beyond your agency's walls and across jurisdictions to discover... All right, I'm pausing that right there. What they're doing is saying, hey, this is, this is a world that you live in. You're a business person. You're in this world. We understand complexity and you have a problem. Let's solve it. But they're doing it with 3D animation that we created for them that really makes it stand out. Your eyes pop. This is beautiful. I'll watch more just because it's visually interesting, even if the story isn't an exact match. But in this case, it did both and people converted. Next one, let's take a quick look here. Interesting, so this is, I'm gonna turn the sound off on this, I'll talk it through just for a couple of seconds. This is whiteboard animation. And again, these, this one also is a capture video. This is where people land on the website, they see this, they understand that they fit in and what they should do next. Let me move to the next to keep things flowing. Uh, this is one that actually Nikhil mentioned that he loves and I do as well. This is, this is Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Now this is, we did some ads for them. We did things that were, you know, early in the customer journey. If you remember, you know, the, the path, what this did is 
We did put some teaser videos out there. Obviously, it's a nationwide brand, but they have a museum. And this, this video play is not just on their website, but actually on a huge screen at the Ben & Jerry's, actually not museum, but manufacturing facility, and they give tours. So actually, we had a, we had a customer call in last week that had come from the tour and called us and said she absolutely loves this video and can we work together. So that was pretty amazing. I didn't think my team knew about that. Um, so let me play this out for just a few seconds, a completely different look and style. Greetings from the future. We're happy to report flying cars finally happened and Ben and Jerry's is still making ice cream. Our loyal spokes cow is still along for the ride. She was designed by a local Vermont artist, Woody Jackson, and she's been part of the Ben and Jerry's family. Okay, so I'm pausing it right there. A completely unique look, thank you, uh, that we created for them and with them based on their spokes cow. And so we pitched the idea of back to the future or back to the, the moocher uh, for moo the cow, you know what the cows say. Um, so let me move on. So each of those fit in different pieces of the customer journey. And let me show you something. I think this is, has a huge, huge impact for you guys. So to take a look at this, I'd like you truly to, to click in here and say, okay, this looks easy enough. I get it. I think I can improve one or two pieces or maybe all of the pieces in the customer journey by a little bit. I can improve by 10%. I can improve by a third. I can improve by 50%, you know, based on information I'm going to get to you, information that you can download, information you can learn or work with from us. Throw me a commit. 50% says, uh, Frederick, thank you. Anybody else, that's, that's a big one. But let me show you the impact that has here as we move forward. So what's the impact? Watch here. If you can get 10% more people to your website, that's now, let's say you get 100% or so you get 3,000 people and now you're getting 3,300 people, 10% more. That gives you 10% more chances to capture, right? And if you know what your conversion is, typically that's going to be another, could be another 100 leads a month, could be another 10, whatever it is based on your traffic. If you can nurture and then educate just 10% more people through the journey by including video in your customer path here, you get 10% more to convert. But it's not just 10%. Remember, this compounds. We got 10% more at each level here, and then you can expand the relationship. So watch this in the regular math. I thought this was incredible. A $500,000 business, which was uh, actually, so we have companies around here, $500,000. And if you just take four of the stages, four of the stages and increase them by 10%, 110%, $500,000 becomes $730,000 in revenue for a small business that has done nothing to hire people. They didn't put another $100,000 salesperson in place. They took an investment in video and video marketing, and they've grown by 40x percent. Now, I guess 46% is the actual number. I can see it in even math here. This is roughly where we were my company was when I got married and had a baby and I knew I wanted to take time and be with my wife and, and daughter. So I actually set everything up and this is why this exists because two and a half years ago, I set up videos and drip campaigns, everything designed so that we wouldn't have to have two salespeople in place. And this is almost the exact number that we went to at that time just in investing in video marketing and now take a look at larger companies. 11 million in revenue company, we have companies around there, it becomes a $16 million company. So 46% because the 10% compounds. I'm wondering, is that, can I get a thumbs up, a, a hallelujah or a yes, that makes sense in the, in the chat. 
Um, and what I'm going to do is, let me take a look at the, the time here. Oh, perfect. Okay, so I'm going to start to wrap up. So I have a download for you all, which is called The Power of Story and Power of Story Across the Customer Journey. It has different docs inside of it, different pages inside of it. And I can actually click out and show it to you. And I'd love for you to download it to at least get a start. Get a start on your own. If you'd like to have a phone call with us, of course, or talk to the folks at Hippo Video, talk to us, absolutely willing to help out. There's a lot of material on our website that I put out there for you to help walk you through. So we have the rise of the entrepreneur, digital or you know, this, the power of story videos. Obviously, we create the videos. You can kick back, get a bucket of popcorn and enjoy what we're doing, enjoy the videos we're creating for companies. Um, you know, the video bot to help out with, um, you know, with, with those initial uh, outreach videos and so on. So I'd like to open up to questions. What questions do you have and what can I expand on at this time in the presentation? Thanks a lot, uh, Murray, uh, for an, a very short, crisp, and really insightful uh, uh, you know, <clears throat> content. So uh, really, we have a couple of questions uh, here. So I, I, I'd just like to ask them. Uh, so uh, let us say now you're looking at starting your video journey and you are looking at creating uh, video content. So uh, let us say that your team comes up with, you know, 10 different ideas to try out. So how do you actually narrow down and isolate that, identify that one concept that you think will win? What, what is your process to actually get that right story? That's, that's, a, that's a fantastic question. So we actually call that process, we have a name for it. And it's called the idea factory. So companies have come to us just to generate ideas. So I have a write-up on that I can include as well. But basically it's this. We have a discovery session with our customers. We ask them a lot of questions. Um, you, know, you don't have to come in prepared with anything. You don't necessarily have to have your analytics. You just have to really know what you want to do, what your goals are, and some things about your competitors. And we can talk it through. What we do, because we have, you know, collectively have like 200 years of experience, you know, with, with a thousand videos that we've created that are very customized and very custom for each of the different people uh, that we work with, each of the different companies. So we actually take that information, we come back, we collaborate with each other, and customers are invited to this. Um, but typically it's just us, you know, say eight or 10 of us in a room. We put all the steps that we learn from you on a board and we start going through our process, which is very proprietary. But, you know, basically we go through the pain of what people are going through, the pain your customers are going through. What are they experiencing? What don't they have in their life? What do they want to experience? And then what does this particular market, some are very conservative based on your customers, some are very loose and freewheeling and so forth. You know, what vision, what can we come up with for them? And then we take those ideas and we boil them into stories. And this is very much a creative session. So we come up typically with 10 or 20 different visions. And then we boil that down to the three or five best. And we take those three or five best and we present that back to the customer. And I do have the Energy Upgrade California um, you know, broken down. And I have uh, Ben and Jerry's and a lot of different examples. And again, if people are interested, I can put a link out there and you can watch us walk through the process in a, in a blog that I put together showing step-by-step step what we pitched, you know, the final three, and then the one that the customer decided to move forward with, which you actually saw a piece of each of those in this presentation today. Awesome. So we call awesome. that the idea factory. Yeah. Got it. Got it. I was actually taking notes because, uh, uh, you know, we, we are really trying to implement that at uh, Hippo Video. So thanks again for sharing that. 
uh, w- one last question before I let you uh, let you go. Uh, so, do you have any examples of B two B companies? Uh, because our, our main target audience is B two B. So, do you have examples of B two B companies who have actually excelled at uh, you know creating a video journey throughout their customers' journey? That is the first thing. And uh, the second question, again tied to this, is. Uh, do you know of any examples of B2B companies who have used humor in their storytelling or yeah. in their video journey? So, because, yeah. So if you could hey, just yeah. share on, uh, share some of those examples. Sure, sure, sure. So too, almost too many to even mention, but I'll try to find one in the B2B space. We actually truly focus on business to business. Um, so, you know, Ben and Jerry's and some others are, are out there, but the typical is uh, Cisco. You know, and in, in, uh, in most of them, you know, Cisco and Hypernet and so forth. I'll talk about Hypernet. Hypernet is a small company, was looking for funding and actually ended up with big funding. They ended up with um, $11 million in their first round of funding They're in Silicon Valley. And they were actually going after two separate marketplaces. So we decided to make one marquee, what I call the marquee video, which is, you know, really beautiful, but in their, their case, very simple motion graphic uh, animation. And we took that and that's the elevator pitch. And then from that, we took different scenes and we compiled different stories, new voiceovers, new stories for different markets that they were going after. So they could go to market and try, you know, their consumers. They could go to market and try, you know, the retail vertical. They could go try the medical vertical. They could try this vertical. So they have the 90 second marquee video, and then they had uh, 20 to 30 second clips that they tested in each different market. And from there, they would, so they'd send those out, people would land, they'd see the marquee video, and then there were other cut downs for different areas for what to do next. It's worked out extremely successfully for them. They thought they were going to come back for more, uh, for more videos, and I think they planned on six months, but they had said that those videos and that strategy is working so well, they're pretty good right now. You know, they, they want to do more, but they're really having great success right now. So that's just one Silicon Valley startup. Um, Energy Upgrade California was a, there, there were other videos we did for the consumers, but the one that I just showed you was for the contractors. So that's pure B2B. That's trying to have the contractors, the HVAC, the, the HVAC meaning like air conditioning, heating, those folks learn and understand they should be a part of this team and then they can go out and resell. So that was a reseller package and that worked out extremely well. Uh, using humor. I love humor. So there's even more, uh, there's even more to just, Hey, can we be funny? There's also what I call the, the five emotions that people will buy, right? So they'll buy S T U F or F. So stuff, what's the stuff. So in every video, and I have a whole presentation on just this, that maybe we could do another time, but the stuff is what is, what sizzles or is sexy about what you do or about the result of what you do and sell. T, what's touching? How can we get people to touch their hearts, nostalgia, feel something in there and say, you know what? I would love to move forward to that because I would have more time with my kids, you know, that kind of thing. You would be unique, a very unique video for the marketplace. We showed a few of those. Um, you can look at Poopery, you can look at Dollar Shave Club. Those kind of videos really stand out because they are totally unique. And they also used humor. So that's the first F, funny. So F for funny. And the last F is fear. So I'm answering a broader question. So sizzle or sexy, touching, unique, 
funny and fear. So you want to ask about funny, funny. We had a really great video we put together for spotter fitness. It's a, it's an app that people can go and they get workout partners in their, in their community and they go to the gym together. So we could have gone with just the muscle person route and how great you look. And we decided to throw that out the window and we made this hilarious video that really caught on and, um, and funny is it really works out funny. There's so many rules to humor and I can, I'll share some of this with you on a, another presentation. <laughs> yes. Really yeah. like to see that. Uh, a couple of questions from Frederick here. Uh, so uh, this is an interesting question. Do you always choose original stories or do you keep, uh, you know, the traditional range of content? So let us say like a traditional industry, like insurance or banking, I think I'm asking that correctly. Do you choose original content or original stories or, you know, do you keep it traditional? So uh, probably the percentage of risk that you take and does it pay off? So, yeah, you know, actually part of that, uh, part of that question is answered by what I just talked about before. You have to be unique. So let's see, original stories or keep it traditional range of content like insurance. So um, I, I say if it's your brand and you certainly, if you got to have the, the budget to invest, you have to go as unique as you possibly can because if you don't stand out and you keep it really conservative, in some industries you do need to stay conservative, all right? You can't go out there and do a Dollar Shave Club video you know, for insurance or banking. I mean, literally, they're so regulated, you actually can't put any promises out there. You can't put far-reaching things out there at all, so you stay a little conservative, but you have to be unique. You have to put original content out there because if you look like anybody else, and they do one extra thing for your customer when you're not looking, they got the customer and you didn't. So you've got to be memorable. So above all, yes, unique content. Yes, we always come up with unique stories. Again, sometimes it's more conservative, but it's still unique. Unique to got this it. brand. Got it, got it. And looks like them is what I mean. And, uh, you know, one last uh, question again. Uh, so I guess this is on everybody's mind. Where can we get the bonus? The bonus. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, let, me, let me pull that up again. Actually, let me, uh, how about I, I think I can chat it. Let me see here. Yeah. There we go. So get you started on your journey. I just put a, I create a landing page in there. Um, there's the webinar, the bonus, the, one of the bonuses, the, the scorecard, walking you through the customer journey, how you rank and so forth. So if you go to that link, you'll be able to click download. And if you like, I can also, you know, you can jump on our mailing list. Again, it's not, there's, there's not a lot that comes out to you. It's just all value, just like my presentation here. So, you know, here's how you tell a story. Here's the stuff and that kind of thing. So if you start with that link, that'll get you started with information. And of course, here, I'll just put in in the, in the chat, ripmediagroup.com as well. You can sign up there and uh, more information will be on its way. Thank you so much for asking that question. Great, great. So uh, thanks a lot, uh, uh, Maury, for doing this webinar with us. And I'm sure our audience loved it. So we'll keep this uh, connect uh, going. There'll be a couple of questions that will be coming after the webinar as well. So as and when uh, they come in, probably we'll ask them over an email. And when we, uh, you know, publish our uh, blog, we can, uh, you know, attach all these uh, additional questions again with them. And, you know, thanks a lot for coming on this uh, webinar. Thanks a lot, Maury, and thanks a lot to all our attendees again. Thank you, everybody. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye now, Maury. Stay tuned to our weekly upcoming episode with more sales and marketing leaders from around the globe. We are on Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and more. Subscribe to get notified when a new episode is out. Also, please leave us a review if you're on Apple. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Hey!